0: Hi, people, and uh, (laughs) welcome to Moral High Ground. And today I'm going to be talking about free thinking. Free thinking is pretty much just being able to think your own thoughts, be your own person, be your own man. Uh, Before I get deep into it, though, I want to talk about, you know, listening to my podcast and checking it out on Spotify, Pocket Cash, Radio Public Apple Podcast and Google Podcast, as well as, you know, checking it out on YouTube. Those of you who haven't heard my previous stuff, go directly to Spotify and listen to it. Uh, Moral High Ground. Bias, okay. And share it and spread it around if you feel like it's interesting enough for you, you know, interesting enough for you to share pretty much let's put it that way so what i'm talking about here and i was thinking about this because i deal with people a lot when i don't like to <laughs> and one thing i know is people don't get dumb and it's just so crazy because i used to be the butt of the joke oh you're stupid you're stupid but it was just me acting you know out the you know it's the thing you do when you're younger you act like you're the shit all this shit. But now that I obtained a lot of knowledge over the years, either trying to do business ventures, trying to learn something on my own, uh, trying to come up with ideas for things to create, uh, something that I might want to do or not do. And I learn that still and I move on. Because, you know, either I haven't really tried to invest it the way most people do, or maybe it's just something I wanted needed to learn at that time. But I, I just realized that my knowledge is a lot more Vast on some things than most people. And I'm not saying I'm the super smartest person in the world because I still feel like, and people tell me, I go, you're wise or you're smart. But no, I have a lot more to learn. And in all reality, a lot of us need to focus on this, uh, obtaining knowledge on our own, obtaining intelligent thought on our own. And I have to say this because so many people are brainwashed. This is why I say free thinking. Like free your mind from the brainwashing, free your mind from the corruption that's been shot at you so much that you believe it to be fact. On top of that, free your mind and believe. Whatever you believe becomes your reality, and that's the thing. I said before. I said this before. You have to believe in something. You have to stand for something, or you fall for anything. And I don't think people do that. You know, I don't like being thrown in the lot. When I don't even like what the lot is doing, but, you know. And that's the problem, you know. Especially when being a person of color, you're already labeled bad to begin with. And so, when there's so many people doing wrong and they come across you and they don't even know your personality, but they assume that you're just as wicked as the next person. So, it's stupid. You know, I just don't dig it. I don't dig anything that, that happens nowadays with people's way of thinking because... It shows that someone talked to them, corrupted them, made them believe into a concept that ain't logical, not even factual, and say that this is the belief and this is the way, and it's not the way. What's going on right now is just a form of big corruption to where sooner or later as people keep doing all these little stupid things, men saying they hate women, women saying they hate men, gays running around trying to, you know, prove they're better than the transgenders, and the transgenders proving that they're insane because they they believe they're this and that, when it's just plain and simple, you know, like I said, nature proves that there's only two genders, every mammal on the planet is either male or female, and there's no mammals that go from male to female to to quasi-male or whatever the freak you know, and then I don't like the terms that be thrown out there nowadays, these words, these concepts of change, the mentality of people. I'm heterosexual. I'm not a six-gender six cis, as they say nowadays, because that sounds weird. It's like as if you're trying to call a person that's heterosexual a sissy. And I believe that's probably how they came up with this cisgender bullshit. You know, it's retarded. If people thought that way, then there would be none of us left. And this is the problem that I see. So with this type of thinking, you have to realize that people don't just have a mental illness. These people are uneducated and able to be uh, perceptible to listen to other people's bullshit and believe it as their fact. And it's not fact. It's just something that they came up with. And we know it's ungodly because God made it to where we're able to procreate and be able to love the opposite sex the problem with that nowadays is opposite sex is brainwashed as well it shouldn't be that difficult to find someone you care for that believes the same things you believe that tries to want to work together as a person and you know as a person with you on trying to make both your lives better both loving each other both trying hard to become successful for the family that they want to create Or the family that's already there that they have created or made, whatever. But the problem isn't the fact that women are like this, and men are like that. The problem is there's too many people inside the conversation. And i said this before. You shouldn't have your friend, your family members telling you how your relationship is if you can't work it out yourself, you know. And then the thing with this whole... Oh, uh, you got to have money for me to date you and all this shit. I mean, girls, and I had girls I talked to for like two seconds and they think I'm in love with them. No, I'm just talking to you. I'm not really rushing to get in any kind of relationship if the relationship isn't, if I don't see that person in any kind of way compatible to me. I'm just find it a waste of time. And so the thing I noticed, though, is that it seems like the overwhelmness of people especially females that believe in a certain lifestyle that doesn't make sense. It doesn't sound logical. I think the only thing logical is to try to prolong your life, to share it with somebody, and to be able to find that person that will take care of you when you're old. So honest to God, truth, We need someone to be there to take care of you as you're old. I look at the concept of family different than the way it's portrayed nowadays. I look at the concept of family as Family has to be people that come together to protect one another. And I think this has always been the truth. I mean, you look at stuff like Little House on the Prairie and things like the Cartwrights and stuff. They were a family that worked together to try to fight against people that come against their family as well as anything in nature that may harm the family. Even though we're not living in a wilderness, a lot of us live in cities. The cities is... A different form of wilderness a wilderness where all the predators are human and all of them are deceptive because they're all wearing masks or portraying something that they're not and the only reason why that happens is because these people don't have the confidence levels that they need they're codependent and things and, and i have to say something about codependency too but <clears throat> what i'm getting at my point where i'm getting at is this Family shouldn't be brought together for any financial gain. And a lot of people do that, especially women. They'll you know, get kids just for financial gain. And after they got that, then it's like, okay, they don't really teach a kid nothing. And then it just makes this bad pattern that goes on and on, whether it be through adoption, uh, foster care, whatever. These people don't have good intentions. There's no good-hearted folks that much anymore. And so you got to praise the ones that are good-hearted, that do try out of the heart not to be uh, a show for somebody, you know, and I see that with some things I've seen on YouTube with people that want to adopt children and make it a a show, like you want to glamorize this kid for what, you know. kid's already having a hard life. You're supposed to make it better, not worse. So I believe families need to protect each other, come together, one another, you know, even if they don't get along that much, be able to find a way to work together. Find something that they have in common that only the, that family has, that no one other family can do. That'll make a stronger bond. Make like a whole family mantra, you know, or, or, you know, rally together, make a family yell thing or something. Whatever. But make it so there's pride within the bloodline and let that bloodline pass on, you know. it's it's just so different, you know, and when you think about, and I'm using television as a, as a point because families used to be all about television. Television used to be a place where you see families interact, where you get the concept of how families are supposed to be. But in the old television setting, you would have families and it would be like, for instance, I say the Cartwrights, but if you all don't know, it's the show Bonanza. So the main family on that show is Bonanza. I mean, uh, (laughs) Cartwrights. And, uh, so they talk about all this crap. They go, oh, the Cartwrights did this. They say that in the town, like, oh, the Cartwrights or whatever. You know, and it's the same thing with the Brady Bunch. Oh, the Bradys, the Bradys, you know, and so on and so on. You know what I mean? You know, the Winslows, the Winslows did this, you know, or whatever. The whole thing about it is is that there was more of a connection and understanding that families all act a similar way when they come from the same people and that they're able to relate to other people separate because of that family not from the crap we got going on here was about race and oh all the blacks are the whites because then you're throwing everybody in the same lot and you're saying they're all exactly the same if that's the case you wouldn't have elite white people and then you have the bottom of the barrel white people that they like to call white trash which is actually insult to their own kind. So it makes them about as dumb as, as all the black folks that run around calling other ones N-word while you got the ones that try to act like they're uh, more knowledgeable and powerful. And it's just this whole slap in the face when no one can really get along. And so it, it doesn't make any sense. And so this is where I think the problem lies is there's no family connection and there's no knowledge from family going passed down. You got people who literally don't know what happened to their ancestor, especially when you go to the hospital and they say, "Oh, was your father or mother like this?" How do you know? They not They never met their father. The father was taken away. They will ask you this stuff in, in hospitals. You know, how do you know if, if the diabetes is a, is a historical thing in your family? You don't, if you don't talk to all of them. You know, and this is the problem with America right now. It's too much separation as a family. But this is me thinking about the fate of American families and citizens, the problems that happen during COVID shouldn't be a thing that, that shocks people. It shouldn't be a thing where you go, oh, everybody, what the hell, everybody, you know, is stupid because they believe in, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, or they believe in George Floyd, or they believe in, you know, the cops should be defunded, all this shit. It doesn't mean that they're all stupid. It just means there's a hidden agenda behind it that was able to convince the people that weren't that intelligent to fall for that shit. Like me, I sat there during COVID when they start talking about Black Lives Matter. My opinion automatically is, what is this? Because the name of the title already sounds misleading. You know, it already brings conflict. That's why you get people that say, oh, Black Lives Matter. Oh, that, oh everyone's life matter and stuff like that. It doesn't make sense. You know, and I've mentioned that a billion times on this podcast. The thing that made me, the intelligent part of me that sees this whole thing, because of my knowledge on Martin Luther King, on Malcolm X, and other people from the civil rights movement, I realized that they were going about it wrong. Martin Luther King once tried to bring Jews together with the black people to fight the civil rights cause. He realized he could not use them because of their skin color, because of uh, their connection so he moved on and brought all the black people together and was able to make that Million Man March that was originally happened the first time around and Malcolm X the same thing he's had there he's trying to be hard with the people fighting strong words powerful words if you listen to his stuff and read his stuff and you can relate any black person could but the thing about it is his whole demeanor changed after he went to Mecca and came back different concept on how people is we're talking about a time period where black people were isolated pretty much from every other culture. The problem is now is that they involved, they're involved, intertwined with every other culture, and they tend to believe what every other culture thinks, whether they believe it or not. You know, I don't care how much you act like another race. If you believe the things of the other race, then you're more like them than the other person that acts like them. So and that's just the and I'm not trying to make it a whole racial issue but it's simple logic. If you think like someone else, then you practically are like that person. What I'm talking about when I say free thinking is I'm thinking about having your own free thoughts. No one else's. I'm talking about a clean slate like you're a child. No one taught you any damn thing. And you go and you find that knowledge. Okay? You want no God's knowledge. Don't go in there with a prejudgment of, oh, Jesus isn't real or God isn't real and oh, these patriarchs are all men and good women out the Bible and all this crap that you've been told by people. Because most people are told these things, but they don't actually pick the book up. I knew a girl who was very attractive and stuff, I used to hang around her and her stuff, and I went to her house first time or whatever, and I noticed she had this big Bible and I wanted to pick up and read it, and she's like, no, don't no, touch it. Like, it was a, like a holy thing that you're not supposed to touch you're not supposed to look at it and all this crap but i'm thinking the hell is wrong with this woman <laughs> i mean seriously what the hell was wrong with her and i you know just because it was nice nicely created whatever i want to know if it was king james or uh gideon or some kind of other bible but that's where my b- biblical knowledge comes in my spiritual knowledge uh that i've learned on my own and so many ways and so many different uh, religions and cultures I, I listen to because it's not just the knowing God or trying to be in the search of God it's the passion of wanting to be close and understanding with that knowledge and wanting to be close you're willing to find more religious texts and see what the point of views are and this is a good thing this is a strive for knowledge and the reason why I'm using this is because obviously in the Bible, and you, might, and you might not think it's in there, but the Bible constantly teaches about obtaining knowledge, obtaining wisdom of your own, obtaining your connection of knowledge between you and God. And I think that's the flaw here. Now in America, we have so many different websites. We have Google. We have all these things that give out knowledge. But then if you check it out again, there's false knowledge. There's been times I looked in Google and I researched a word. Or concept or something, and I'll get one saying of it, and then I'll look it up again and I get a total another one. Not too long ago, I had diverticulitis. It means there's something wrong with your intestines. Uh, you ate a seed, is what they tell you. They tell you in the hospital, oh, it's because you ate a seed and it mutated, or whatever the hell, and now you got diverticulitis. And so I researched it while I was sick. First thing said, okay, yeah, it's seed, this and that. And they try to give you all these symptoms. But then I looked it up again in a different way. And when I looked it up again in a different way, guess what it said? Seeds are rumors, rumored to cause diabeticitis, but it is not the seed that does it. You know, and then I started explaining some more stuff. So I said, whoa, wait a minute. How is this? And this ain't the first time. There was multiple times with other subjects and other things I was just pondering and I researched and looked up. And it came out different." You know, and it just doesn't make sense. So I'm I'm wondering how much false information is actually put out there uh, that's changing the people's way of thinking. And ultimately, if you're a person who doesn't have your own thought process and you don't do anything, you know, anything for yourself, you're honestly going to start believing other people. You're actually going to start trying to follow their path, but their path isn't your path. You know, that type of individual really irks the hell out of me because there's nothing you can do for yourself. There's no thought you can do. You're like a yes person. You know, just follow people around. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. You know, there's a certain person I know and the dude gets on my fucking nerves. But excuse my language, but (laughs) he gets on my nerves because every little thing that I bring up, oh, we should do that. No, we shouldn't, because I don't hang around dudes that much, period. Don't really like the company of the dudes. I'm still stuck in a mentality from back in the day where I'm fighting for ultimate supremacy. And everything is a competition between me and you because you're another male. And I'm not trying to follow you, be like you, or practice anything you do. You know, I'm going to do my own thing because I don't like whatever it is you do. I might not like it. And I'm not in a dire need to have friends that bad. Most people say they don't have friends because they can't make them or they're afraid, this and that. Me, I choose not to because I know I'm thinking on a whole different way of thinking. And when I usually talk to people, they're dumb and they practice a certain path that I don't want to follow. And so because there's so many people like that that practice all these different paths that I don't want to follow, I choose not to have friends. I choose to have friends that are at least on some way level similar to my weight level if you think similar to me or you research or you enjoy creating things which I do a lot and research and I do a lot of that constantly hence what I'm talking about with Google and the search thing so if you're on that level I can hang with you but I'm not gonna be one of these people always oh, come over to drink and then you sit there and then they don't want you to leave no there's something wrong every day's a drink every bottle you see you gotta have and all this is something mentally wrong there. There's some kind of demon or something going on. And you're always depressed and you got to do the tit for tat and make it seem like you better than someone. Or you're bitter because you got this, you're trying to show you a bitter person and stuff. You got to actually read between the lines of these people. Because they chose these lifestyles that they thought and held true to believe that they're the way to live. They're actually damning themselves. They're putting themselves in a box where they're trapped. So they don't see the stuff you see once you obtain that knowledge that shows that you're more powerful and successful. And it doesn't have to be about powerful and successful, but when I say that, I mean in your mind, you're way more powerful and successful than this other individual. You just got to get a break from society, and society has a knack of screwing us all lately. And so the concept of trying to go about your life, work, and try to go home and then have friends and family there's no way not the way america was formed we're all working like slaves and i thought of this a long time ago very very long time ago it had nothing to do with being in slavery or them trying to enforce it on us again you know in the great reset and i heard that recently but the whole thing about it is this okay it's like i went to jail one time and the cop was talking about oh you're you know, you're incarcerated and this and that and so forth. And don't you wanna be free and this and that and something and I forget what it was, how the conversation truly really went. And I said to him though, like like yeah, I'm either in jail here or I'm in jail out there. He's like, What does that mean? What does that fucking mean? Well, obviously this dude is racist hell cop and only thing I can think of is you don't understand because of the fact that That you're a a Caucasian person who had benefits handed out to you. And even if you haven't, you got to a point to where you think you're in power above people. And this is the most dangerous thing is people who think they have power because they think they can manipulate you, control you, and do whatever. And this doesn't just go for people that's wealthy and stuff. This goes for people that are part of groups and things, like if they're in a basketball team and they're the captain, they think they got power. If they're in a gang and they're thinking they're running a gang, then they, they think they got more power to control you. Anybody that thinks they have power over you, wants to control. But the, th- the true thing about it is what in their life is they controlling? What in their life do they have power over that has nothing to do with anybody else? Okay? And this is where I believe codependency comes in. Because these people who, who think they have power won't be powerful at all if they don't have you on their side. They need you to be able to feel that power. They need you to help that belief system of theirs come true to the rest of the world. You know, and so it's not a thing where they're thinking logically. They're thinking about everybody they can use and manipulate to make them look better. And that's not the way to go. There's a way to go is to try to find a way to succeed and make yourself more successful, more knowledgeable, and more closer to your goal by trying to work as hard as you can any way possible, whatever it is, to obtain that knowledge and that power and that wisdom. The thing I noticed is that people give it up and they settle for something, but they can't separate themselves from trying to be a part of something that's not what they are. You know, I know girls that'll act like whores or something, and they're not. They're like the sweetest girl reality. But once they get around these girls, this is how they are. Or just some dude where they get around some dudes, they want to act like they present themselves on this hard status shit that's so stupid as fuck to me. So it's just like, why not just try to be a good person? I mean, we all want to be happy. We all want goodness in our life. But we can't just obtain it by trying to be something we're not or be a part of something that, that we don't really believe in. Do you really believe in the concept of the streets? Does it really serve you? Do you really believe in the concept of politicians and these and what they believe in? Or are you just going with it because they say, hey, Bo? Because you know, if you really believed in it, you would try to make a whole different party. you try to make a whole different concept of how to connect with people than to try to just follow with the crowd. And that's where all this stuff is bad. No one has that true knowledge anymore. You got to understand, the free thinkers that created this country, not just the free thinkers that created this country, but created pretty much everything we got in society now. They thought outside the box. We wouldn't have cars if people were just walking around continuing to follow the way of the wagon and buggy type of shit, you know? And the horses and buggies and all that, you know? It's just we would, We'd we still be having horses and wagons, but someone thought outside the box. And if I remember right, it was Plymouth that created the first car. And we went from a wagon company to a car company. So... Or you know, for it, it's a debatable question. But the thing is, someone thought outside that box. The White Brothers thought about fucking flying and they made planes. We wouldn't have them. If it wasn't for them type of people. And yes, people like nowadays to say, oh, uh, men are, are good at everything. They created everything. And they use it as a concept to do that tit-for-tat thing with women. But the hell with that. There's a woman created radiation cooking some bread with her husband. <laughs> which makes women more deadlier when they want to create, if she created radiation. But They don't talk about that. You know, They don't want you to know a woman created radiation. You know, They also created the, the Thai flu or whatever the hell that shit was. Mostly women create things that be deadly to all mankind. But my point is, these free thinkers was the inventors creators of things that no one thought about. You know, Da Vinci created stuff. He even created a a robot made out of armor that only got up, I guess you could call it an animatronic, it got up, waved, and sat back down. No one talks about that part. It's always about Mona Lisa, this flying machine, stuff like that, you know. Or they talk about Michelangelo and the Sixteen Chapels or the Statue of David, you know, these type of things. But... The whole thing is how many inventors you got now that actually true to make things for mankind that will help mankind move steadily forward. You know, technology is being invented. It makes people think they were wiser, intelligent, and we're way more superior than our previous humans. And I say previous humans because the ones that were here first could live hundreds and hundreds of years. They was able to communicate with spiritual beings. They didn't have to go wondering if there was aliens because they knew if they were there. You know, they knew all these things and more, but they died off. And I present you with a whole new way of thinking. You are not an evolved human, you are a de evolved human. Okay, and you can choose to believe this or not, but I'm pulling this out there just to see what people think. And I want to comment on this stuff, but you are a de evolved human because the original humans died off in the flood, the very first culture. The very first humans that could live thousands of years, who could do all these different things, was able to, to find ways to heal themselves and all kinds of stuff. Those people died off. We don't have those abilities. We don't, we're not 13 feet tall. I mean, some of us can't even reach five feet. Some of us can't even reach six feet. Hell, does that mean any damn thing? No, because a genocode will breed with anybody as long as it's, it's a different DNA strand that tailors to your own. So that doesn't matter shit. Color doesn't matter. Size doesn't matter. Shape doesn't matter. What matters is can your genome code tailor with that body. And if you're healthy enough to be able to do this. So with that being said, I would believe that First Culture would be more wiser than us. More intelligent than us. And even if the flood happened, you could say so many different scenarios. You could say Atlantis was there. And then the flood happened and wiped it out. Instead of the part where they say the is broke off and got sunk into the ocean, it still makes the same scenario sense because we're talking about a whole culture of people that get wiped out by a a mass quantity of water. So I'm just throwing all this out there. You can take what you want, believe it or not. But that's just me being a free thinker, throwing out a concept that might make you say, hmm. You know, and I'm pretty positive that's an old rap song by freaking salt and Pepper. Things that make you go hmm or something like that. But my point is this. The Bible preaches about obtaining knowledge, to be wise, to be a humble person, to be able to lead people on a greater path. And this is what has to happen. No more of this thinking what everybody else thinks and agreeing with what everybody else agrees. We need these free thinkers. We need these... Uh, people who are willing to step forth and put their own things in the the industry of life and be able to find a way to come together. Otherwise, you're drones, you're puppets, you're labor workers. And this is what public school is, is making you a labor worker. They're not making you a person that's independent. It's making you a person that says, okay, I'll do this, I'll do that. You know, and we got to get out of that box, too. You need to get out of these concepts that keep you brainwashed because a lot of it is not reality. It's made up reality. And it's only there to please whoever that person is that created it. So with that being said, the moral of this is try to seek your own knowledge and your own peace with God.